Welcome to Football on the Rocks, the number one fantasy football and whiskey podcast where we pour ourselves a glass and help you dominate the competition. Join us over the next few weeks as we prepare for the 2021 football season and walk you through our ultimate mock draft, position by position rankings, draft strategies, and everything else you'll need to prepare for the start of the season. So pour yourself a glass and join three fantasy football experts and whiskey enthusiasts as we guide you to the fantasy football promised land. Hello and welcome back to Football on the Rocks. I am Joe Niehoff, your host. Tonight, uh, I am drinking a, a bourbon that my buddy John gave me for my birthday. A very smooth. We just had it on a ice ball. This is amazing. I, I must say that uh, John's refrigerator makes ice balls. What? Yeah, makes them. Isn't that not cool as hell? That's amazing. This is called Barrel Bourbon. Uh, it is a very smooth bourbon, very good. Uh, I don't think I can quite put it up in the uh, straight edge category just yet. Um, I think I might still favor Woodford over it, but I just had my first glass, so we got to give it some time. Um, but the one ice ball from John's fridge to the Barrel Bourbon is a very good choice. John, uh, what you drinking tonight? All right, Joe. I picked up a bottle for that I'm going to be drinking for all of our rankings. It's the 2021 Maker's Mark Wood Finishing Series. So this is the FAE01. The proof on it is 110.6. So I'm going to be I'm going to be drinking it four different ways. Today I'm just having it neat. And it has it has a great, really oaky flavor and a lot of smoky flavors. Really, really good. So I'm I'm excited. I, I know to... when I drink when I drink neat drinks, they always they're very warm going down. But um, I'm sure that's a that's a good one. I know you showed me the bottle when I got over there tonight. I was kind of jealous. Yeah, well, well, we'll be drinking this for at least I will for the rest of our ranking. So. Maybe if you're lucky, you can come over and snake a glass. I think I will, as long as you don't drink the whole thing. Bobby, what do you got tonight? What you drinking? Uh, tonight, I went a little special as well. Um, I got a beer from Barrel Theory uh, Company. It's a brewery over in St. Paul, Minnesota. The, Joe, it's the capital of Minnesota, if you didn't know that. Oh, um, God, here we go. And... Uh, it's called Double Dry Hop Shooter McGavin. So just absolutely love the name. Um, it's, it's opaque as opaque can be for a hazy double IPA. A lot of flavor, a little bit of tropicalness to it. Um, and it's 8.2%. So it's, it's a little heavy uh, in that sense. And just a great drinking beer on a beautiful night. We got wonderful weather here in minnesota and so just kind of relaxing and and drinking a beer man i mean it's 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 wonderful all right well very good well to our audience hopefully you got something either on the rocks in your hand enjoy a cocktail while we talk tonight about our quarterback tiers so this is our rankings and we're going to go over our rankings in tiers for you guys I think it's probably the best way to look at it as you're preparing yourself for a draft, you know, because it's hard to predict, okay, is this guy really going to get that many more points than the next guy? Um, But there is typically some separation between uh, certain spots in your rankings where you say, okay, well, this one player is definitely better than the guy I got below him, and that will will create the tier. Um, So there's a lot of different ways to look at it. We each uh, have different tiers here for our quarterbacks. Uh, we'll start with that tonight. We'll obviously go into these next couple podcasts. We hear from us will be our running backs, our wide receivers, tight ends, and so on. Um, so I'm going to start, Bobby, with you. Um, oh, and wait, the bef- why. before we get into everything, yep. I just – this beer is wonderful. Um, <laughs> it It's so good. If you ever find – if anybody, any of our listeners out there, ever find themselves in St. Paul – um, it's right by CHS Field, which is the uh, minor league team. Uh, our St. Paul Saints play there. 
Um, I believe they're now affiliated with the Twins to talk about baseball for a second. But really, I'm talking about the brewery. It's right next door. My goodness, go there. Anybody, anybody that's listening, please go there. You're going to, whatever beer you grab, if you're a light beer drinker, if you like sours, they do fantastic sours. Um, but this double dry hop shooter McGavin are just, it's hitting the right spot tonight. <laughs> you keep and saying shooter McGavin and I can't help but laugh. I really can't. It's, it's wonderful. These names, I don't know who's in charge of naming beers up there in Minnesota, but you had the Rainbow Sherbert thing. Now you got Shooter McGavin. That was McGavin. a Rainbow Road, Jesus. Joe. Rainbow Road. Well, I said Rainbow Sherbert thing. You know, same yeah. deal. Oh, Rainbow Road. Uh, they, they have one on, on, their, uh, on their tap right now. It's an Imperial Stout with maple, vanilla, and they literally put French toast flavored donuts in it. It's a stout with 12.5 AP, ABV. It's called Birkin Bag. <laughs> I mean, what a great name. And it sounds amazing. It sounds like dessert in a glass. Actually, it sounds like breakfast in a glass, which is also dessert, though. I, I mean, mean it's, I, I, can't, I can't get over it. I really can't. Barrel we, Theory, go there. We may have the same parents, but we most definitely did not get the same tastes. So no, you keep drinking has, your weird ass beers. One of over us there. has good taste, and the other one is you. I'll let I'll let the fans <laughs> of our show judge that one because I'm pretty. I like how you say one of us has it, and then you, you naming me <laughs> as the other one is you. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll let our fans decide that one, Bobby. Fans, please email us footballotr at gmail Let us know what you think. Who's got the better taste? Yeah. I would love to to hear this one. Sorry. Okay. So to dive into our rankings, though, like you were trying to say. Yeah. What was your question before? I? Well, No, I'm going to start with you because, you know, looking at our tiers here, um, you're the only one that is different for tier one. So why don't you tell everybody what your tier one player is? So we're consensus with Mahomes and Allens in that first tier. Um, I'm the only one that has Kyler Murray in, in that first tier. He's within that same range. I am one where, I, as I've been saying all season long here, um, all off season, Kyler Murray, I could see as a guy busting out big this next year and really making a huge, huge difference. Now, if you're going to be drafting somebody in that high tier, you're probably going to take them in the probably maybe as early as the second round, third, fourth round. A lot of these guys aren't going to get past that. Now, again, I'm not an advocate. The thing, I love Kyler Murray, but he's probably going to be on so very few of my teams, at least in a drafting format, um, because he's because he's too expensive. I, I, I don't have the draft capital to use on him in the second, third, fourth round. Um, and I'll get into more of that a little bit later on in terms of why. Um, but I just I love Kyler Murray. I think he has something special this year coming around, and I don't want to miss out on that. So he's a tier one guy. Uh, I think at the end of next season we're going to be talking about him. You know, in that same tier, you'll you'll see the light. <laughs> is kind of what I'm getting at here, Joe and John. There, um, you'll see the light here. I mean, last season, looking at his point total, uh, his he had. I mean, really one bad game the entirety of the season um, outside of week 17 where he didn't really uh, play all that much. But all right, week 12, he was at New England, got 8.9 points. Outside of that, uh, especially, you know, the first seven games, 27, 33, 24, 23. He's getting you that solid 25 points per game. Um good luck in, in finding guys that are going to average you that week week in and week out. He's got the rushing. Every game he's rushing the ball at minimum five times. Well, um, okay, Bobby, but that doesn't change the amount of points he got you on average per week. Right? I mean, it, there's only so many points scored in a week period, right? So yeah. a, a quarterback can only account for so many points in a football game, and that depends on how many scores the team gets, right? So mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I, I know you love Kyler and I, I 11 I too, rushing I touchdowns. I have, I have Kyler Murray as my third overall quarterback, but he's in tier two for me. 
And the reason why is because I just don't think that he can is in the conversation, at least not this year, of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, where they're being drafted and the type of expectations they have as far as returns for where they're being drafted. Now, I will say this, Bobby, because I know you're going to get really excited about it when I tell you. I was watching ESPN the other day because I just have it on the background whenever I'm doing anything. And uh, some other guy on ESPN, no joke, bold prediction, Kyler Murray MVP. Hey, they're, so you're taking, not, they're taking Kyler their takes. You're, you're not the only one, all right? There's there's more than just you out there that's that's got this as an idea. So maybe there's something to it, but uh, I do not have him in my first year. So, so you're saying ESPN has been listening to Bobby and thought that he had good thoughts? I mean, it's not Apparently. out of the question. So I wonder what, if, if Bobby was the one that kind of brought it up for this guy, but I doubt it. So one other thing that you're you're looking at when you when you draft Kyler Murray, he, he got 11 touchdowns last year. That's the same as Jonathan Taylor and Antonio Gibson. He had more rushing yards than Antonio Gibson did last year. So Bobby, but, here here's my question for you, Bobby. He was Antonio Gibson. You're getting Antonio Gibson, and then he also throws the ball. Well, you're talking like you're talking about Lamar Jackson. Same deal, Bobby. But yeah. that doesn't matter because all that matters is the amount of points that he gets you in that position. Just because he runs it in sometimes instead of throwing it doesn't change the fact that he's getting you those points. It does. What? So I believe this the the statistic. I have to see if I can find it here quick. But eight. Okay, so here it is. Eight of the top ten quarterbacks last year had at least two hundred rushing yards. So you're telling me I mean, he had 819 rushing yards last year and 11 touchdowns on the ground. That was, that's only his rushing but, statistics. He is solidly right there. He's just with that rushing alone. He's going to, I mean, if statistics continue to bear themselves out, eight of the top 10 quarterbacks last year, 200 rushing yards at minimum. The only two that didn't were Rodgers and Brady. But So let me make a point real quick to you on what you're saying here. What that does for you when you draft him is it kind of gives you a higher floor. It doesn't exactly. make him a better whatever. It just gives him a higher floor yes. than, say, the next guy, which is where Lamar Jackson comes in and guys like that. You know, let's, let's be real. If we were talking about pure passing quarterbacks, I don't think anybody would have Jalen Hurts in, in their top 20. Okay, But he gives you a floor that other people don't have. So I get that, but I'm talking. If I'm talking tiers here, yes, I want a nice floor, but I want a guy that every single week, without question, is going to return me 25 to 30 points. And what'd you say yeah. that Kyler Murray got last year? Eight points against New England. One game, he I said he had one I'm bad saying, game I mean, I, the entirety hey, he of the season. Points. That's not that's not what I want, right? If I'm if I'm drafting a guy in the first three rounds at quarterback. I want 25 to 30 points without even blinking every week. Yep. So, I mean, so maybe then we shouldn't draft uh, Patrick Mahomes because he got 12 points in week seven against Denver last last season. Don't draft him because he's going to get at least one bad week the entirety of the season. So probably shouldn't t- take him so early, huh? Oh, hey, you got double digits though, Bob. I think John was trying to make a point or ask you a question, but you – just bulldozed him. John, what did you have? Yeah, Bobby, my question for you is where are you targeting? So you have your, you know, tier one, your top shelf guys. Where are you targeting, you know, Murray, Allen, and Mahomes? What round would you actually pick them in? Because I think we have we have Mahomes, his ADP right now is back on the second. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's ADP is back on the third. Murray is back on the fourth. Where in a draft, where are you actually going to take? If, if I'm if I'm targeting Murray, if I'm like I really want this guy on my team, same with Mahomes or Allen, um, I'm gonna at least wait until the third round to draft one of those tier one guys. Uh, I just want to emphasize though, again, these guys are not going to end up on my personal roster, and I don't advocate for taking a quarterback early. But if you're going to grab one of these top shelf, top shelf kind of guys here with with Mahomes, Allen, or Murray, if you are going to utilize that strategy because they are going to be getting you close to 400, 380 at minimum on their floor um, in terms of what they're going to be able to produce for you. 
Now, I'm saying Kyler Murray's MVP style type of guy. Um, he had 390 points last year. Good for 24.4 points. The the only quarterback better than was Josh Allen with 25.4 points. Kyler Murray is not far off from this tier one. He was better than Rodgers, better than Mahomes. Watson was playing last year. I mean, he was better than all these guys statistically. I'm not I'm not saying that he's got to make a far leap to be the number one guy at the position. He was literally 16 points away from being there last season. All good points. All good points. I think we uh, we can all say last year is a different year. Obviously, we'll see what happens, Bobby. We're again. I don't think John and I are saying Kyler Murray's a bad pick. We're not. We're just saying he's not in the same tier in on draft day, right? As far as we're on drafting a player, and that's why this is why I'm I'm giving all the points in terms of why it is that he deserves to be in that first tier. Sure, absolutely. he wasn't. He wasn't it last. You know, and let's 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 dive into tier two here because uh, you know the first thing I noticed on tier two, John, you have Dak Prescott actually ahead of Kyler. Um, I know you've said it in the past in, our, in some of our podcasts here, where you like him and why. Why don't you give us a little bit more detail? Yeah, and I think the way I look at my tiers, the top shelf guys are just having the homes down. I'm targeting them kind of late round three to late round four. And really, if if there aren't any, like I think a good example would be, say, round, say the back of, round one you have pick 12 and you draft two running backs say there's one wide receiver you love and then there's the wide receivers drop off of your tiers then that's where i think you look at can look at a mahomes or allen to fill out your roster right. yep. so then i think they're they're kind of the top shelf then you go to kind of tier two what you would call the premium picks after you get through the top shelf guys and there i have prescott at the top and really, I like Prescott kind of when you get into round five, round back around five, early round six. And that's when, you know, you filled out a couple of uh, running backs, maybe a couple of receivers, maybe a tight end. And then you just don't have you don't love the depth of the position. You really want to get one of those premium quarterbacks. I think Dak is just the top for me because you just look at how much talent he has around him. You know, he has Cooper, who they're paying $20 million a year. They have a top 15 draft pick, and then they have Zeke in the backfield. I just think it's really going to be a high-powered offense that doesn't have a good defense backing him up. So I think there's going to be a lot of high-scoring games. And then you look at Dak in the first five games last year, he averaged over 30 points per game. I think he just has – he's one of those guys who could easily jump up to – Tier one next year. Even if you factor in that game where he got injured, he was he still averaged almost twenty eight points per game, and that's counting the game that he got hurt in. Like so, he only played about half the game or whatever, and he still was averaging an absurd amount of points. Yeah, Um, I I think also like when you're looking at tiers, most of the leagues I'm in now are six points for a passing touchdown. I think that kind of. When you look at if you're if you're not in a throwing touchdown premium, mm-hmm. that's where kind of the Murrays, the Lamars jump up right. because their rushing adds more value, and you don't kind of lose out. Their kind of lack of passing production doesn't hurt them as much. Uh, yeah, so I think that's, 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 that's to your point. What? That's where Kyler kind of made up some of that ground. He was only. Point one points per game better than Rodgers. He and Rodgers threw almost twice as many touchdowns as he did. But yeah. it was that rushing that kind of made up that difference. Which is again, where if you look at in leagues where there's that four points for passing touchdowns, um, kind of a league, which is a a good majority of most people's leagues out there. Um, not too many are doing that six point for passing touchdowns, which is a nice little additive. Uh, to to uh, your league, if you want to switch things up a bit, uh, make quarterbacks a little bit more valuable that way. Um, 
but that that's one thing that makes that rushing quarterback so much more valuable and why it is that if you are able to grab a rushing quarterback, they do have that eight of the last top 10 last year were guys that got a bunch of their production and productivity on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time here because John was talking about top shelf premium. We are naming our tiers after uh, uh, the way that we look at our vodkas and soda, or our vodkas are are obviously our our whiskeys, our tequilas, you know, top shelf being the best, you know, premium being something pretty good, but maybe not quite there. What do we name tier three? Is that the well? That's our our call. That's our call brand. Okay, our call brand, and then the tier four would be the well. That's our well drinks right there. Our well drinks. And then I like to to sprinkle in some moonshine for guys who could either – you know, tear it up and set a fire or just completely blow up your team. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. So uh, with that in mind, I want to talk about uh, kind of that middle or that, uh, that, that premium tier. Um, You know, we've, you've heard us on our past podcast, talk about some players we like, I mentioned Justin Herbert. Uh, My, uh, my premium tier actually ends with Russell Wilson. And I want to talk a little bit about him because I almost put him, in the call tier. I almost put him down to tier three. I was really, really close. And I kind of still want to, because I do think that the bottom of my second tier is Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, and Justin Herbert. I, I, I think there's a difference between Russell Wilson and those guys. Um, and, and for me, by the way, that, that premium tier, I think those are guys that you're drafting in around six, maybe around seven. Um, in a perfect world, that's kind of the spot you're going to be getting those guys. Um, so, uh, you know, for me, Russell Wilson's just not there this year. He's not. I made a bet with my brother a couple years ago that the Seahawks would not make it to the Super Bowl. And part of that was because Russell Wilson was working his way out, man. I'm telling you, he's on his yeah, way out. But anyway, there's that's no proof of this bet anywhere. Any, anybody, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, any, anybody you guys want to talk about in those tiers here while we uh, kind of, uh, I, once we get past you know, we get into the wells. It's kind of hard to talk about quarterbacks and the rankings. It just it, it's it varies so much at that point. But go ahead right. and make some other comments. Well, well one thing that I just want to kind of emphasize is our tier one and tier two. The players that we both or well, all three of us included in those tiers: Mahomes and Allen. We got Murray, Rogers, Jackson, Prescott, Herbert, Wilson. That's that second tier, and, and they're not necessarily in that order for each one of us in that second tier. But by by looking at uh, that that premium tier that we're talking about here right now with with those what six quarterbacks the the Murray Jackson Rogers Prescott Herbert Wilson we're saying gosh all these guys are pretty much like the same we value them similarly at least and we can see them all ending up in that probably third through sixth third through eighth type of range at the end of the season. Um, and and um, so just kind of want to emphasize looking at these these eight players. I mean, if we look at, at quarterback three down to quarterback eight from last year, there's only about a three points per game difference um, in that range. And so, I mean, if you it, it does drop off a little bit at that point, but, I mean, we're talking about two, maybe three full points per game. Um I think over the course of the season, the one guy who really jumps out to me here outside of Prescott is Rogers, especially in, in, um, a lot of of the six point passing touchdown leagues. I'm in, he was QB one last year when you have six six point passing touchdowns and he's going, you know, much later than Mahomes and Allen. he, Kind of before he showed up in Green Bay, he was going around QB 10 to QB 12. I feel like he hasn't quite, if you're in draft now, he hasn't quite risen to where kind of the MVP level play 48 passing touchdowns. And I think he's going to be pissed off. He has um, Devontae playing next to him, who's also going to be pissed off. They're both playing for kind of the team and a contract next year. I think they could both just completely go off. and Yeah, they, they could absolutely light the world on fire. I mean, they pretty yeah. much did last year, if you think about it. 
Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're one. They played one pretty bad game against Tampa Bay, and that's yeah. the reason why they weren't in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're they're so bad when it when it comes to playoffs. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just has a special way of just choking and being terrible when it comes to the playoffs. Would we say that they're um, kind of like the sorry Jets? <laughs> Only in the playoffs. No, no, no. <laughs> no they, you have to, you have to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, well they're like no, regular of season the playoff teams. Jets. They just can't yeah. seem to find a way to win, even right. when they're handed the football. They, but they actually have talent on their roster. <laughs> sorry, um, I just had to find a way to throw in sorry Jets for JC, just right. so he could hear. But, but essentially, again, looking at that's really our top eight guys, and and we split them into those two tiers. Um, well, and those are your starters, right? I mean, right. the other guys. Those are your you start sure getting into guys. that. You start getting into that call and well tiers. You start borderlining players that you're going to start, and I think what mm-hmm. you start to do at that level is you start making picks based off of what Bobby said last time. We had a nice debate over this. You know, Bobby doesn't like to draft quarterbacks. He's made it well well known. Um, but from a quarterback standpoint, I think the guys that start jumping up that are intriguing in those next tiers are the Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence's, Trey Lance's, guys that, you know, if they get to play and they become the starters and the and the guys, they could be, you know, the Lamar Jacksons, the, you know, the first years or or the you know the the Pat Mahomes his first year really playing and and that type of player and now you get a guy that's in that well or or a call, you know, type of tier that all of a sudden by the end of the year is a premium. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And Joe, to wrap up yeah. kind of our premium tier, I think going into like coming out of a lot of drafts, I really want one of those five quarterbacks. Like I like, I, I've liked the teams I've gotten where I get one of those five quarterbacks in rounds six or seven. I just feel a lot better about having those than, you know, ending up with kind of a Hertz or a Tana Hill that are falling into our call. Team. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think great that's point. So great point. Cause, cause so who's in that call tier that you even like, right? Like who's in that call tier that you'd say, okay, I can see him being a starter and I'd be okay with that. So yeah, a couple I, things that I want to emphasize when it comes to all right, we got our top eight guys, right? That we've been talking about with our with our top shelf and our premium brand guys. Um, going back three years, we're in twenty eighteen here. Patrick Mahomes drafted late, finished as quarterback one. Twenty nineteen, Lamar Jackson drafted late, finished as quarterback one. Last season, Josh Allen, he was drafted late. And he finished as, say it with me, quarterback one. Okay, just me. So you, you can uh, get you broke value. Up on Bob, you, you broke can... up on us there. Repeat that. What did you say? Okay. So no, just the Josh Allen part. Uh, Josh Allen, he was drafted late, and he finished as Number quarterback one. one. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Now we're all in concert together. Yep. We're understanding that like, you can get a guy late. And be able to return a lot of value. Another thing that I want to emphasize, I went back to 2015. I'm not going to give all the stats all the way back to 2015 because there's a lot there. But the trend that I noticed is that of if you're drafting one of those top eight guys, you are actually taking a big risk in, in saying that, hey, I'm drafting these guys as one of the top eight guys at their position. What's happening is that since 2015, only about – of guys that are drafted in the top eight in their position actually finish in the top eight of their position. So, um, well, what that reinforces is what we talked about. That you can get value later. Not even that. What reinforces is what we talked about during our mock draft was rounds, really rounds three through five, three through six. Those are the rounds that are going to win you a championship, period. So I think if you look at every championship team of the leagues that we've played in together, okay, every championship team, did they have a top five quarterback? Absolutely. Did they have a top five running back? Absolutely. Did they have a top five wide receiver on their team? Yes. Tight end, maybe not, but I'll tell you the tight, the people that do have those tight ends, um, they're they making the playoffs. They have pretty decent seasons, and sometimes they're they're there as well. 
So I think the point is, like, again, you, dude, this is fantasy football. You got to get lucky. All right. Yeah. And if you have the foresight to see but, somebody like Josh Allen last year and get him at a value pick around, say, round six or seven or eight or wherever you might have been drafted right. last year in your draft. And then you, you reap the rewards because, like Bobby says, he likes drafting those first seven or eight picks. He likes to be position players that he can move around and have a great flex spot and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. But that allows you to world. trade later how on. How many too. teams? Bobby, I won our league last year. Um, no, you didn't. The Whiskey and Wipes League. And, and how did oh. I win? Now, I drafted Josh Allen. No, you didn't. You, you auctioned him. Auctioned him, whatever you want to call it. So that's a dra- that's a completely different thing, Joe. We can't. Okay. You, we're talking draft. I here. picked him on my team. All right, and then I had I traded for Stefan Diggs, so mm-hmm. I had to make moves throughout the season to get my team to where it was to have a chance to win this the whole thing, and I did. Right. Um. So I think those are good points, uh, John. I know you, Bobby. Bobby so, does a great on. job of so- cutting off John. So we're gonna let John speak without Bobby speaking. And we're going to time it. We're going to see how long Bobby goes without saying a word. All right, John? This, go is, ahead. So, this is going to be a fun experiment. <laughs> so it lasts lasts one starting, starting now. So, I mean, you talk about kind of Mahomes and Lamar over the last couple of years. I mean, I'll go back to 2019. You have, you know, the best receiver in the league going from New York to Cleveland. People are drafting Baker Mayfield in that 12 to 15 range, hoping he's going to be the next guy to jump up. And he finishes as quarterback, 22. So, like, yeah, you can get lucky with a Mahomes. You can get lucky with an Allen. But you're then you're hoping that you're the one in 12 team who gets the right quarterback from 12 to 15, who's going to be quarterback one. And I think that I think there's a difference this year and over the last few years of there's as we have more and more quarterbacks that can run the ball it just gives them an extra separation over your typical pocket passers where it's gonna be harder for just a typical pocket passer like a joe burrow who's not who he'll get some rushing yards but he's not going to get the amount of rushes that kind of murray or prescott or wilson are going to get and it just gives them a higher floor that it's gonna be harder and harder for the guys below those top eight to jump into the top eight there will probably be a couple every year but i think kind of difference i see this year is there just seems to be a big separation from the top eight to the people below and then you're really just hoping for kind of a rookie to hit on a rookie um or burrow to have that top three year so i got i got an analogy i want to use here john for you because i think it's kind of a funny one but it kind of makes sense i think in what you're saying so I would say if you are an NFL fan and you've watched the NFL over the last five to ten years, you've begun to see a shift in the type of quarterbacks that are being drafted and playing at a high, high level in the NFL. It went from Tom Brady, Brett Favre, you know, those type of quarterbacks to now we have the the people that are are you know the best quarterbacks in the league are Pat Mahomes, who scrambles around and runs for touchdowns. Josh Allen, who does the same thing. Kyler Murray, Bobby, made a point, 800 rushing yards. Lamar Jackson, these are all guys that are leading the NFL and votes for the quarterbacks, MVPs, etc. right? So to give you the analogy, it's like a house that you just built, okay? Back in, you know, five, ten years ago when these, these guys were first starting to, to come out, I would say Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, was really the first one to start to change a little bit of the way that that game was played as a quarterback. Um that was when the house was just, just first being built. So it was new. Some people don't like the new house, right? Some people don't want – well, the house is settled. So from a, a standpoint of you know, finding the next Josh Allen, I, I kind of agree with you. The next Josh Allen isn't going to come from a team that already has a – it's not going to be the Baker Mayfields of the world. Those aren't going to be the next, next Josh Allens anymore. The next Josh Allens are going to be the Justin Fields. They're going to be the – you know, it, it, the, the guys that are unknowns because they haven't been in the NFL yet. You know, so I, I think that's a good point to make, John, on all that as well. I, I like that. Very good. So all right. I just want uh, to anything else on? Wait, I just Bobby, want to emphasize. You went, hey, you went two minutes and 45 seconds, it appears. So you did a decent job but I, of keeping your mouth shut. But I didn't I didn't cut uh, I didn't cut anybody off. 
Um, so that's that, that clock is still running. I just want to <laughs> emphasize that you can find guys to play quarterback for you that are going to end up the season in that top eight. But you got to guess right. That's the problem I keep trying to tell you. You're no, you're you, not wrong, Bobby. You're not wrong in what you're saying. So hold but on. But you have to guess right. And that's a risk. And and the way that Bobby's done it now, just so people that, that have never played with Bobby know this, the way Bobby does it is guess what happens when he guesses wrong? When Bobby guesses wrong about his little quarterback experiment, he packages two or three of his flex position players that he's drafted and he throws them out and he tries to trade for Pat Mahomes and it's or successful. Aaron Rodgers. And I'm and, able to get that guy. And, and what he does to do it is he fucking he robs grandma. OK, you nope, know, he's nope. he's taking advantage of people. I've okay, never done that. The league, Bobby, I've the leagues never... that you're successfully making those trades in are not the ones that have me and John and a number of other guys like us in him. It is typically family members, a guy named Dan, who's Joe. been that doesn't who, I don't even know they want. Joe. Joe. <laughs> who took who took second place in our whiskey and wipes league last year? That was me. Why did I do it? Because I traded with John for Kyler Murray. Okay. I am able to make trades with anybody and everybody in the world. It just so happens that sometimes those players are on like Caleb's team and I'm able to trade with him. He's a very astute kid now, knowing what he's doing. Um, He's very smart. I'm making trades with people that know what they're doing. I've never Uh once made a trade with Grandma. And Grandma's Uh not an Oh, I'm sorry. You made a trade with... With Jamie instead of Grandma, whatever it's all so, the same. Thing. So Bobby, so, Bobby, I here's... just want to emphasize this. Hold on, let me. And he cut this. him off. <laughs> no, I no, I got him. So, I'm gonna. I, I got stats to back up what I'm trying to say here at quarterback. Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Stafford, and Blake Bortles. This is 2016. That's your second, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth best quarterbacks from last year. Two of them went undrafted. Blake Bortles was the tenth best, tenth drafted quarterback ADP wise that season. Kirk Cousins was thirteenth. Stafford was sixteenth, so he maybe was undrafted. You're able to get these guys for nearly free sometimes. You know, the next year we got Newton. He was drafted ninth, finished second. Alex Smith in 2017, 23rd. You're getting them for free. He was the fourth best. Carson Wentz, 2017, he was the fifth best. He was 14th in average draft. Um, you know, okay, Bobby, let's, at, let's, look, to, let's look to last year because I'm making the argument that's starting to change based on the quarterback performance yeah. from last so, year. So last year here – It's settling in. Last year here, so, here's how quarterbacks are after. First was Lamar, then Patrick Mahomes, then Kyler Murray. Then we go to – Russell Wilson, then we go to Deshaun Watson, then we go to Dak Prescott, and then we go to Josh Allen. I mean, those are your top eight quarterbacks. Right. The only other so, guy who wasn't in there was Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers, Tannehill, and, and Brady, that, those, were, those were three guys that ended up in the top ten or in the top eight of those players that you just named. Rodgers, Tannehill, and Brady were 15th, 20th, and, and ninth instead of eighth. But still fell out outside of that top eight of guys that you're drafting. The season before, it was five of the eight were drafted at least 12th or later at their position with Jackson, Winston, Wilson, Allen, and Murray all falling outside of that top tier. Of but the guys, the guys you listed did not jump above the guys I listed other than Prescott, who was injured. No, they did. Rodgers was drafted the fifteenth right. as the fifteenth quarterback. I said off the, the only board. people who, the only person who was ahead of that was Rodgers, ahead Tana of Hill. the people's I listed. Tannehill, 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 Tannehill was, wasn't above. It, Hold on, Bobby, go he back. Wasn't above I lost Deshaun. you guys. He wasn't We're, above Wilson. Hey, I lost you guys for a second there. Tannehill, you said, said Rodgers was drafted what? Fifteenth at the position last season. Okay. Tannehill was twentieth at the position when he was drafted of his ADP. He was the 20th quarterback taken. 
ranked. And those and, guys and, ended up in the top eight. But Bobby, again, what we're but but Bobby, what we're saying and this is, well, not even what we're saying. I think John makes a valid point. Most of those people, with the exception of a handful, and not even a handful, maybe one or two, jump up there. And very rarely it depends on what kind of scoring system you have too. If you know, Rogers ended up being number one if you're in a six point touchdown league. So the point I'm trying to make is this, and I think it's a very simple point. You have to guess right. If you do your strategy and you guess right, you are golden. I'm the guy that won our league, of... the, the Highlander League last year, he made a very good picks, and he was able to guess right on the right quarterback, which helped him win the whole thing. There's a so, lot of opportunity to guess right. There's a lot of other options out there, and you don't need to use your draft capital on someone who has a 50-50 shot of landing well, so let's talk where about, you're drafting well, let's talk Yeah, about, but Bobby, then you can, because dra- as, you can draft Todd Gurley in the fifth round last year, and how does that work out for you? As Great Joe point. emphasized, the ability to collect those other guys that you are able to then flip, you can grab two or three of your flex players because at a certain point in the season, bye weeks are done, uh, you're you're looking at playoffs and just setting yourself up because your team has been doing well and you've been able to cobble it together maybe at that quarterback position. You can then take two or maybe even three of your players, flip them for the guy that somebody else maybe picked up or somebody else that needs a little bit more help, but they can exchange out a quarterback. And now you have one of the either – top shelf or premium quarterbacks and you know who they'll be by that point in the season too and it costs you a lot less because you have your team formatted out in a way that's going to put you in a place for success later on in the season because you're able to grab all of those other guys and you're not using your third fourth fifth even sixth or seventh round picks on a quarterback yeah, I think you've made a point, Bobby, and I think the one point, if anybody obviously listening to this can hear, is clearly Bob has different draft strategies when it comes down to draft day than myself and John, at least in the come, when it comes to quarterbacks. Um, but anything else on quarterbacks, guys? I mean, I, I'm getting ready to wrap this up here. Just, I, uh, I think we've I, had a lot of good points so far tonight, but what are the, any other last words on QBs for the evening? I'm I'm done beating that that horse to death here. Couple guys that I see as people that can jump up and make that change that I'm talking about. Um, Kirk Cousins is one. He has actually been a guy that's finished in that top ten multiple seasons in the in the past, and especially look at his first seven games this year. It's a very light schedule against the pass. Uh, Tua is another guy that I could see making that leap. Uh, and a guy that is in – these are two guys, at least for me, that are actually in my well-brand <laughs> kind of guys, uh, Kirk Cousins and, and uh, uh, Tua. Fitzpatrick is another one. He's he's my sleeper, uh, if you've listened to that, uh, that podcast already. Um, so those are three guys in that well-brand. Again, you're getting them for free almost because they're – they're going to be drafted either very, very late or maybe even not drafted at all. A um, couple others that I like to be able to make that jump. Again, uh, this is going up a tier. Ryan Tannehill is one of them. You already mentioned Joe Burrow. And literally the name any rookie quarterback this year, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Uh, you maybe even can put. Um, <laughs> okay, can we just Zach stop Wilson for a there? second? So, Bobby, hold on. Let me just. I got to interrupt you. This is my turn. Okay, remember how we just said you got to guess right, and we, we yeah. that was a big point I was making. Right. I'm pretty sure Bobby just named like every other quarterback. <laughs> but I'm just except saying, these for are what our guys. consensus top like twelve would be. No, I mean, these are all the guys. These are just, all the guys you, that you can get. For nothing, almost. Well, of course they are. Oh my goodness! Look at this guy that I got. Okay, stop for a second, Bobby. I'm putting you on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay, Bobby's draft strategy. Anybody that's fallen down his path, you're gonna take. Oh wow, Bunker! Bunker's mad at you. (laughs) Yeah, sounds it. He's mad. You're gonna take. You're gonna take a quarterback in the late rounds. Give me. Narrow your list down to two. I want two guys that you yeah. say these are the two 
target these two in rounds 12 and 13, and he'll be your starting quarterback, and he'll be a potential top 10 quarterback okay. for you. So, so Name I'm, him. I'm going to jump into my That's I'm going to jump into my well, and, and I'm going to have to say Kirk Cousins, Tua. There you go. Yeah. All right, now you've heard it. Homer. Bobby Niehoff shows his Kirk and, Cousins. And I already said Ryan Fitzpatrick is a sleeper. <laughs> no, no, you pocket. can't. I said two. Sleepers that no, two. You get two. That's it. That's John, any final words on quarterbacks? Bobby, you can jump in that well with Kirk and we'll see you never. I mean, he, <laughs> he has he has a better defense and a, and they're going to focus on rushing the ball. So I, I see him having a worse year, not a better year. Okay. I hope they run the ball a lot because that means they're winning. John, any final words on quarterbacks before we wrap it up for the night? No, I mean, even though I like, even though I like and want one of the top eight guys, if if it doesn't fall how I want to and they get drafted earlier than I want to draft them, then I'm still sticking with I want to try and get Deshaun Watson and then anyone else in the well. Yeah, I I think that's not a bad idea either. John and I are very similar in the way we think that it comes to our quarterbacks' positions. Uh, and specifically on how we draft them. Um, I don't have any anything fancy to say tonight uh, to end it up as far as quarterback goes. I will say I, uh, I I would take what I say with a grain of salt last year. I think it was more the alcohol, but you've heard me say before, I took Lamar Jackson in the second round, and it pretty much destroyed my team. Uh, but really what destroyed my team, I think, was me taking Michael Thomas in the first round, uh, and he got hurt, and that didn't work out so well. So. Anyway, uh, obviously, I uh, hope you enjoyed tonight. Uh, you guys will, will hear a couple things coming up, and Bobby, I'll let you talk in a second, but hear a couple things coming up from us. Running back tiers uh, will be next, wide receivers, tight ends. We'll give you guys a pretty good list here before your drafts start. Uh, and the other thing, I got a little treat for you. We might end this one with it tonight just so uh, those guys can hear it. Um, we did a uh, – I was live at a draft order picking uh, last weekend with some friends and they picked the uh, draft order of their fantasy football league a 10 person league uh they're hooting and hollering it was a good time so we'll, we'll probably put that on this podcast so you guys can listen in uh it was a good time and they might make an appearance a guest appearance here in the future as well so hopefully you enjoyed it tonight uh we'll see you all soon and uh have a good night over over the last six seasons kirk cousins has been a top 12 quarterback five times Bye. Get him for free. <laughs> top, Bye. Top, top 12. Top 12. That's a starting quarterback in most leagues. Get him. <laughs> Bye. All right. Welcome to Football on the Rocks tonight. We are live. We are live at the Football Smackdown draft order selection. We're going to find out who's picking when. You're on, you guys are on the podcast. What is it? Football on the Rocks. You got to listen. It's on okay. Spotify. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty good stuff. You guys are, yeah. your draft order is going to be officially on the uh, podcast. That's act normal. Football this is, Smackdown. This is, year, this is year what? 18, 17 or 18. 17 or 18. I got, how many champions do I have? Three, three, four. All right, three, four. <laughs> Zero. Two. I've made it five times. You have three. I'll play four and five times. You're always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Never a bride, exactly. There you go. Yeah. 27 dresses right here. Oh, my goodness. Three, three, four. Zero the lottery are the first name picked is the tenth pick. Yes. Oh, okay. First name picked, first name picked is tenth pick. Oh, we're going backwards. Yep, going backwards. That's how we always do. Really? Yes. Okay. Is that right? It's ten to one. Are you sure? It's ten to one. I'm hundred percent sure. All right. Let's see what it is. All right. Who's first? Kinsley will pick. Then Holden will pick. So this is the number ten pick. Whoever this one is. This, so I'll write, I'll write it down. And you handle it. All right. Until Bill. All right, go ahead. Oh, That's right, baby. All right, this is the tenth pick. What do I do? With the tenth pick in the draft. Pick one, one, the tenth pick in the draft goes, goes to, to JR. Yeah. Oh, the champion year. from they last year. Yeah. I was there. He did, champion. He did use his winnings oh. to make a championship belt, though. Hey, okay. That will be passed on for generations. For a, yeah, that's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's okay. Yet, the, yes. Um, Football I, on the Rocks is recording yeah. this. <laughs> oh, there's no video, but we do have. All right, we got a video going. All right, who's the next one? Who we got next? Number nine. Nine pick is. Who is it? LD. Let's go! 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 Let
even guess second place last year? Drunk and behind. Mitchell, you're next. Yeah, we all have to walk back. You just want to go back and forth with the kids? Let the kids pick. Let the kids pick. All right, Kinsley, for pick number eight. Number eight. Don't pick me. Don't pick me. Not me, not me. No, the bill. No, 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 no. Oh, no, it's me. Yeah. Mike. Mike with pick number seven. Pick number seven. Or number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Pick number eight. This is seven. Who's up next? Who's got it? Here's number seven. Who do we got? Whatever. Seven. Trent. Trent. The guy with zero championships. Zero championships. That's a that's a good name. That's a number six. Yep. Here's number five. Here's number five. Number five. Mitch. That's the worst. That sucks. That's the worst. Oh my goodness. That was five. That was five. So we got four left. Four. Yeah, four left. Four left. Four. Number four. Number four. Who's number four? Oh, Brian. Brian. Brian, number four. Bill is excited. He's in the top three. He's in the top three. You know why? He's holding the bucket. He's holding the bucket. That's what it is. There you go. I don't even know what to say right now, guys. I'm All right, number three, Holden. Get it, buddy. Number Not three. Uncle Bill, bro. Not Uncle Bill. Make Uncle it happen. Bill. Make dreams Uncle come Bill. true. Uncle Bill. Oh. Uncle Bill. Hey, okay. number three. three. I'll take the number one receiver. There you go. Top three right there. Top three. He's going number one wide receiver, third overall. Look out. Number one overall pick goes to Hanley. Hanley with the number one overall pick. Hankinson at number two. Hanley at number one. Why is everybody mad? I don't know. We don't. It's too late. We're five minutes into the podcast. It's over. That podcast is recorded. It's not live. That's true. We could totally delete this whole thing. We should have us all be yeah, the last I'll one. I'll come in for an interview on February 1st. <laughs> all right, I got you. I got you. Hanley. For the champion. You know, we're going to have to follow up now. We're going to have to follow up. This is what? Hey, this is football smackdown. Football smackdown. Erlacher Sacker Packer. That's a great name. Oh, my goodness. That's it. We're done.